Hello, I'm Nathan. And I am Emeka. And this is... This is... (laughs) (laughs) Ready? (laughs) This is... Pondering Ponderosa. This is a podcast all about Survivor. And yeah, I know we're halfway through the season, but I feel like this season kind of just started with the merge, so... Yep, better late than never. We're gonna be looking over the two merge episodes from season 41 and let's just jump into it so Emeka up to this point who are you rooting for in this cast we're going to go through everyone but who sticks out for you the most so I really like Ricard and Chan and their dynamic it would be super cool if one of them won sure. I'm also rooting for Deshaun because I feel like he's playing a very solid game Deshaun is definitely, def- we're going to get into him later, but I definitely see a lot of potential with him. I also, up until this point, this is like these last two episodes not counting. I was really feeling Evie, but I, we'll get into why Ev- I don't think Evie's going to make it all the way. And Xander was also playing an interesting game, but yeah. also, we'll get to why we think that they're going to go all the way. I think that who I'm rooting for right now, I think, yeah, the Uatu. I, <laughs> I think that Ricard and Shan really, just through facing all the adversity of voting everyone else on their tribe off, they kind of, they have very little to work with, but that actually gives them yeah. a lot to work with. Mm-hmm. And yeah, let's just get into, so the people that we didn't mention, um, is Heather in this game? Because she has three words in episode. Yeah, not even in an episode. I feel like she had three words in like a couple episodes, and it's just not in any of the others. Um, and then we also have Danny. Danny, is he's an ex football player? But I think so. Player? He's an ex athlete. He's football. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, him, and Deshaun are very close, but also very different, which we will see. And then. Who else do we have at this point? Erica, which is pivotal player in these two episodes. And Sydney, who also is non-existent, but slightly more catty in their non-existence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I'm doing a little too much foreshadowing talking about that. And then Leanna. Leanna? Up until is this it Leanna point, or Leanna? Liana, Liana, yes. Liana, I I'm not surprised at how quick she switched up, but at that before the episode from two weeks ago, I was like, oh, you know, she's gonna stick with the Yasa, she's gonna try to play in between, but she took a hard left <laughs> and yes. was just like, and it was like kind of surprising. Tiffany. Uh, I actually like I'm starting to like her more than I used to. Me too. It's like she is definitely a collaborator. Like she will, she, she, t- like she tells everyone everything on her team. Yeah. But mm-hmm. she also doesn't do much. Like I think, like, it's like the, she's like the epitome, op- the opposite of like a Danny. Danny doesn't really talk that much game, but he does a lot of stuff. Tiffany just mm-hmm. talks. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, I can imagine her in a lot of different capacities. Like she just seems like, the very average worker in any sort of 
office space like anywhere like she's so just like average that Wait, is like, wow. what does she do as a living i wouldn't be surprised no. receptionist but i'm not really sure Probably Wait, like that. okay while you're looking that up i will who else is left and then we also have um there's one person that we're nasir nasir's playing a very oh, interesting game because nasir was We'll get into this later, but Nasir is just sitting with his idol that everyone knows about, and no one's targeting him. And it's just like the power, the power. Yeah, he kind of reminds me of like, I guess maybe like a tie in a way. He's like that lovable like outcast. Yes, who like has advantages and stuff. Well, I just hope that he doesn't get cut at four. Yeah, they normally. <laughs> so I guess going into. Just making sure who else was is that everyone? Um I think so. Yeah. yeah I think we got through. I guess that just means that you're even more irrelevant than Heather. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Wait, let me just make sure before I say that. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Tiffany's a teacher, by the way. Ooh, I do like what grade what grade did, what grade do you think that she's a teacher in? Just based off of how she acts. Because I'm going to say third grade. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like elementary school. Yeah, there's no way she Probably. would survive at a high school. They would eat her up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I also really, okay, we're talking, I also really like her. She's very, I like having the person that I can pick out of real life society in Survivor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So from that, oh, my, now my notes are being weird. That's funny. I guess let's get into last week's episode. So they split the merge. So the big twist was that you weren't, even though you got to merge, you weren't guaranteed a spot in the merge tribe. So they split Yeah. They split all the pre-merge tribes into two teams. One of them was four, well, four Luvu, five Luvu, right? Was it five and one or was it four and one? Oh, um, I don't remember. I think, wait, for Luvu, Ricard, and then Evie was on one team. Yes. And yeah, because then- in the challenge, it was Evie, Ricard, Deshaun, Danny, and Sydney. Yeah. And Nasir. Nasir, okay. And then the other tribe was Erica, Xander, Liana, Shan, Tiffany. Heather? Yeah, I think so. Because Heather was with Xander. I remember that. See, I don't even know what tribe she's on. <laughs> like, she was so... I don't know. Because, like, they... Sometimes with those silent characters, they, like, give them their one episode blow up and then they're evicted. Yeah. Sorry, not Big Brother. But now I'm just like, is Heather even going to get that? Or is she just going to get carried? Because she's not doing anything. <laughs> Yep, not really. There was like a secret scene a couple of weeks ago where she like she said that she like was trying to like get everyone to turn on Sydney by like making up this dream that she had about Sydney or something like mm-hmm. kind of weird and out there like that. And that's really like all you really heard from her. Mm-hmm. So I guess Long story short, <laughs> the Yasas 
the one that challenged and they were promised a place in the post-merge tribe. And then Erica, they had to choose between Asir and Erica. Rock, paper, scissors, the rock, paper, scissors lie. Um, yeah. So basically what ended up happening was Jeff told, asked them how they made a decision between Erica and Nasir because the majority Luvu tribe had to pick one of them to join their tribe. And then Danny said, oh, we did rock, paper, scissors, which was a blatant lie in the time. But I, I chose to believe it for what it was. And then it was blown up like five minutes later. I mean, it's like, it's not a really good lie though. Because like, you play rock, paper, scissors amongst yourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And then how do you decide between Erica and Nasir? I still don't like get how you can like make that. Yeah, like it's not like flipping a coin. Like there had to be yeah. one person who was like, I represent Erica. And uh, like, mm-hmm. it was just a very, it was a very telling lie. Hopefully Erica got that. And we see Erica makes decisions that corroborate the fact that she realized that. But yeah. it was just, okay, what would you do in that situation? You had two tribe members. One of them was relatively physically weak but seemed very loyal the other one seemed like more of a game player and yeah how would you make that decision i think that i would have maybe taken erica because i feel like nasir is like loyal so like i feel like even if you didn't choose him he'd still want to like stay strong with the tribe Mm. like erica we know that she's trying to like get sydney out or spreading like trying to sow distrust between the tribe. So I feel like if you like bring Erica and try to make her feel safe, it might be a better move. I think, yeah, I don't know. At that point, I have to, re- I have to think that the Luvus knew about Nasir's idol. And I'm yeah. just like, why are you like, it just seems like the Luvus are coddling him in a way. Like he's just mm-hmm. kind of like in his confessional, he's like, oh my God, I'm doing so good. I have all these advantages. But it's also yeah. just like, how are you so openly confident about all that in a game where like openly being confident makes you a target? Yeah, and people also know about your idol too. So, mm-hmm. but I think I would also, if I was in that situation, I feel I would also probably pick Erica just because I never really. This whole men woman like sort of divide between like oh let's keep the tribe strong it disappears post merge because then you're playing an individual game and you have all these people that can win immunities so yeah I don't that's why I was just kind of conf- like it was definitely like we're bros and we're gonna protect each other that was the rationale for keeping the seer but it's just like where is that gonna get you when only one of you guys can win immunity and yeah. then you're a target because you're a physical threat. So I would think I would pick Erica for that reason. Okay. And then, yeah, so Erica is then sent for two days in exile. And yeah, it was really emotion. Like they really made sure to pinpoint the emotional toll it had on her and her sort of transformation. And I mean, Survivor is that game, but I was just like, whoa. Like, yeah, I thought it was also like funny how like at the merge feast, they're like talking about like how they sent Erica and they're like, Erica can handle it. You know, she's tough. And then it just like cuts to Erica and she's just suffering on the island. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. They definitely made it a point to like highlight. 
I don't know. There's something about seeing people's families and knowing their stories on reality television that just makes me really emotional. And they're just like, oh my God, like they really put that poor girl on that island by herself, but like a canteen of water and some rice. I'm like, (laughs) Jesus. But so after that, while she's on the island, there's a lot of strategizing. I didn't take, I can't find my notes on what exactly happened back at camp during that. Do you remember? I think so. The winners went to the merch feast, right? Yeah. And like talking, then Danny like asked Evie about like a girls' alliance. Mm-hmm. And Evie's like, no, there's no girls' alliance. There, I mean, Xander basically, <laughs> without Xander, there would be at that point, because they were probably at that point still tight with Liana. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Danny's game. Pl- Let's let, let's just take let's take a little side. Danny's gameplay. Danny is really good at winning comps, but I feel like you can tell that Danny does not know how to, you know, deal with people in a way that doesn't show his cards. Yeah. Because, yeah. There just seems to be a lot of instances where he's just like openly try, like being strategic, but in a manner that kind of shows how he feels, and that's like the exact opposite of someone like Ricard who's just like, I feel like he could have a whole conversation with me and like extract information without me knowing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how far that's going to get him. Cause it's just like, there's several instances in these two episodes where I'm just like, Danny, what are you talking about? Like, why are you saying yeah. this out loud? <laughs> yeah. When you like asked Evie about the Alliance and then the rock, paper, scissors lie. Mm-hmm. Or even like, I mean, this is in the next week's episode, but when he's like, Oh my God, I, we won fair and square. I don't know why there's a twist. And then the Sean has to like remind him, like, you know, we're on a show where they said there was going to be twists. And he was just like, I know. I mean, to be fair, though, I kind of felt dating in that moment, though. I feel like they won immunity. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I saw this on like, I think it was Reddit, how like it wasn't really a twist. It was like more of a lie because they were like promised immunity by winning the challenge. Mm. And then all of a sudden things are flipped and they're like, oh no, you don't have immunity anymore. Here's the thing. I mean, not actually, this is not stupid. Well, at this point, isn't that like near the end of this episode? Like, what else happened that episode? Um, which episode? The... Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So they had the merge feast. Erica was on exile. And then what wasn't it just like a, and then they were, okay, the twist. So Jeff comes to exile with Erica and reveals that she could change the course of history by smashing an hourglass, which would then reverse the result of the immunity challenge. And she contemplates it. And then we have a to be continued. And that segues into last week's episode, which we where we see Erica did indeed smash the hourglass I think that I want to give props to the editors for of this because they made sure to show that Louisville was about to turn on Erica. And Erica probably already knew that because she obviously was in exile. She couldn't have seen that happening. I feel like Erica yeah. knew that she was at the bottom. Yeah, definitely. I think she even said it, that she's at the bottom. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that that was very obvious 
even like I think Erica knew she wasn't going to be chosen because of like the boy alliance within Luvu but even past that I like how she framed it as like oh I'm here to play the game and not like oh like I would be voted out if I didn't do that (laughs) yeah like what did she say she said she wanted to play like a lion is that what she said I don't remember the exact quote and it was just, I don't know. I don't really know how long Erica's going to last. Also, okay, wait, here's something else. Do you think that it seemed like everyone just kind of didn't really give Erica any flack for her decision, even though I would think that people would be mad. Like there would be like, people would be mad at her, especially Luvu, but they're just all just like, oh, wow, this is so... I, maybe it was just like the stress of the environment of having to do another immunity challenge right after, but it just seemed like their reaction was very underwhelming for the fact that like their teammate turned on them. But maybe, I don't yeah. know. I feel like, because I think that if she didn't smash it, she wouldn't have immunity. Like if she did smash it, she got immunity. So I feel like, I feel like everyone was like, I guess respected the game enough to know that like if they were in that situation they'd probably do the same thing so they can't really give her shit I guess definitely but yeah I don't know it was just like because mm. also I'm just like Erica you should use this to build trust with everyone that you haven't met before on the other side but they didn't really maybe they didn't have time to show her being like okay I'm with you guys now like Mm-hmm. I did this, like, she could have definitely spin this as, like, oh, I did this for the five people who lost. Now we're together. Yeah. Now you owe me one. But they didn't show that. Yeah, I think she also still voted Sydney. Or I don't remember who she voted for. But she yeah, voted, like, she against for, the yeah, other one side. Of them. Yeah. So I guess question of the year, would you smash the hourglass if you were in? I don't think we oh. need to this question yeah there's no <laughs> i think no I, there was no way i wouldn't mm-hmm. especially after they like that's why I really it's one of the points of this season it's just like the deception is very like it's very open about like okay there's gonna be like you're gonna have to deceive people you're gonna have to make all these decisions that we haven't made in survivor before so it's like this it it it's new in a way that I was like, I can make sense of people, people's decisions. So I'm like, oh, this is new information. Like I'm processing this as new information, just like they were versus like past season. I'm like, oh, you have like precedent of like other people doing something. And then you have like, oh, and like, I don't know, Boston Rob was in this position. He did that. But since there's like all these new decisions, I feel like I'm at like, I feel like I'm a part of it. Like, oh, I haven't seen this done before. There's no like guide. So it's like, yeah, I would do that. I would do that. I would do that. I feel like there are also like so many twists now that mm-hmm. like you never know like what's coming. So like, I feel like whenever you can get safety, you should like try to go for it. True. And yeah, I don't, it, def- it definitely does leave Erica in a weird spot because honestly, I don't know if they're going to edit it this way, but she's kind of on the bottom on the other side too. Yeah. It seems like she wasn't really involved in the strategizing of this episode at all. And it's just like, you would think after making that big of a decision, she would be like, some attention would be drawn her way, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, she does it. And then the winning five are set to compete in another 
immunity challenge. I really like this immunity challenge. I don't know. There was something about it that I seem that seemed very fair. Mm-hmm. And like, I know Big Brother gets a lot of slack for this, and Survivor's kind of like cool because it's all about survival. But like, it was very anyone was on equal footing. Like, it wasn't like based off physicality or like. Yeah, yeah. Evie and Sydney were pretty neck and neck, and yeah, they're not really that similar. It was very quick. It was like everyone was kind of right next to each other at the end. Yeah. Besides this year. <laughs> and Danny, they didn't show Danny at all, I think. I think that he must have been like really behind. Oh, true. Or Deshaun. He's pretty... I think they showed Deshaun. I think he was like a bit behind, but like, I think he was like still like close to like mm-hmm. Sydney and all the others. Yeah. But yeah, it was very... You know what fucked up? I noticed what fucked up Evie was. She was, I think, Ricard and Sydney realized, oh, I could put the flagstaff in between my big toe and my second toe. And it gives mm-hmm. me more dexterity. And Evie was trying to hold it in between her feet. And I was like, what are yeah. you doing? Because <laughs> it was, I don't know. It was just so fun. Because, like, Evie was, got there first. And she was, like, struggling. And I'm just like, and then Sydney just picked it up. And was like, oh. <laughs> But Ricard yeah, came like, behind. I'm sorry. Wait, what did you say? I don't know. What did you say? I said Ricard really came from behind because it seemed like it was going to be Evie and Sydney, but then Ricard was just like done. Yeah. Mm. I don't know how I would have done in this challenge. I feel like I'm not coordinated with my hands and like even less with my feet. I don't know how I would do in this challenge either because it's like foot dexterity. I wrote down, actually, I took a note. I said all the new Survivor stands are going to practice their feet dexterity now because it's not something that you think about when you're, like, training for anything. Yeah. Oh, I, had two jo- <laughs> I had another joke, but I was just like, wow, putting the flag in a hole hit a little too close for home for me because, you know, we tend to struggle with fitting objects like that into holes. And- uh, oh, Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like where's he going? And, and I was just like, oh no, this is just too close to home. <laughs> but yeah, so Ricard ended up winning. And I was happy with that. I do think that Ricard is showing his competition acumen a little too early. Cause he, even though like Ua is definitely in a good spot strategically, Shan's in a very good spot because she has this burgeoning black alliance where cards kind of exposed if he doesn't win the yeah. there could definitely be a play to be like hey he's a strong competitor let's get him out yeah i feel like if ricard didn't win immunity he'd be like the one voted out so i don't think they turn on sydney if ricard didn't win i feel like it would probably still be they'll probably still be focused on evie though i feel like ricard i feel like oh, yeah. ricard's relationship with shan would have saved him this week mm-hmm. but probably not they would have yeah, they would have focused on Evie, but if the idol play was successful, I feel like Ricard could have been in like a lot of danger. That's so weird because they went straight to Deshaun, actually. And it's just like I would have thought they would do that. Like yeah. Sean was just kind of like doing his thing, kind of like being like not being a target. And then they're all just like, what's up for Deshaun? I'm like, whoa. Yeah, I think they might see him as a social threat. It's like he's friends with like almost everyone. Yeah, and um, 
we already talked about this, but when Shan asked old Luvu if Nasir had an idol and they all said he does in unison, I was like, damn, what happened to Luvu Strong? <laughs> what happened? Like, they all are just like, ready? <laughs> I don't know. Where do you think Nasir is positioned in this game right now? Do you think that he's like in a good position or like, I don't know. I can't tell. I think he might be because, like, I don't think that his tribe would turn on him because of like the male alliance. And I don't think like Xander even them would turn on him because they might think that they'd be able to like pull him over to their side. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I don't really see anyone going for him, and he has an idol, so I feel like people might not want to like waste a vote on him if he could just play an idol, and nullify. That is true. I don't... It's just confusing because it's just like he's kind of like. At in terms of conversation, he's near the bottom. Like he was the one in between the two camps at tribal, but also like he seems to have a lot of alliances and power. But he's so openly calm that I'm just like, bro, what the fuck are you yeah. doing? <laughs> so then we get back to camp, and then we have the bombshell of Liana's advantage being exposed to everyone, Xander's idol being brought up into question Evie. yeah just all the mess that happened before tribal into camp into the tribal council so i don't know okay so i guess we're, there's a lot of questions we can ask so i'll start with if you were in liana's situation what would you and everything else was the same the targets and everything what would you do how would you put like, you your advantage? Would you not? How would you pay your advantage? Is this like at tribal or like before? At tribal. Oh, at tribal? Um, I don't think I would have played my advantage because I didn't see like why she did that. Me neither. Yeah, because they were splitting the votes on Evie and Sydney anyways. So like, yeah, I don't really know why she like made a point to like try to steal Xander's idol. Just like save it for later, I guess. Yeah, I don't I think that there was so there was obviously a lot of energy to get Evie out just based off the fact that four of the Luvu members were gonna stick together. But I didn't understand what Liana had in in stake of that. Like Yeah. She was a former Yasa. She had a relationship with Evie. Why would she be, like, she, I don't know why she cared enough to use her advantage. I also think that everyone knew about her advantage at that point, and I guess she, it just kind of became a mute point at that, like, it was just like, well, if everyone knows about it, I might as well just use it, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, she had kind of fucked her with that when she, like, accidentally, like, told Tiffany about it. Mm. this is the second time that Shan here's the thing about Shan like she does she's the second time she did that because she did the same thing with back at um Ua 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 with when it came down to the three of them and then she wanted her advantage back from her card like I think that Shan is a very good strategist but she has to calm it down sometimes because like people are remembering that oh Shan put herself in a better position than me when we were like and yeah nah what else do I have oh 
I was really surprised when Evie was just like, yeah, if I was in Xander's position, I wouldn't do the same thing. I'm like, damn, Xander's like nowhere. <laughs> Xander has no, I don't know, but Xander's a, he's a really interesting player. Because mm-hmm. like he, he definitely has watched the show and he like, he has like, you know, visions of what he sees as like a good player. And he like is kind of like, referential in some of his strategy but also like i just there's something off about him i don't know what it is yeah he's just like the surfer bro which i never really vibed with mm-hmm. he seems like he could be an interesting character he's definitely a big player in the season yeah. so like but his body was tore the fuck up like he had like uh, cut sores i was like damn what have you been doing yeah they like used him like a ladder in that one challenge like everyone was climbing up on him. It was just, whew. but yeah, I feel like in that sort of before tribal council, I was like, you know what? I really like Evie. I really like Deshaun. I was like, I want it send me out. And I didn't know how it was gonna happen. So when Deshaun was just like, I would only feel comfortable if we all vote Sydney, I was like, oh my God, wait, that would be cool. Cause then he's the only person that doesn't have anything at stake at this point. But, yeah, I kind of wanted Sydney to stay because I felt like the aftermath would have been messy. Because like Sydney knows that her tribe turned on her, so she'd be pissed. Who do you who did you want out before tribal council? I honestly don't even know. Maybe Evie, Evie. Evie, here's the thing. I thought Evie lost it when Deshaun was just like, "I knew about your idol," and then she was like, "No, bro, I still love you," but. <laughs> Like, I was like, Evie, the defensiveness is not going to help you. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think Ev- Evie reminds – who's that old – there's a player that reminds me a lot of Evie. I forgot their name. Not – is it Aubrey? Aubrey from Coron. Audrey. Audrey, Aubrey. They're on Aubrey. Danger. Yeah, Aubrey. Yeah, I feel like they're, they have very similar – not – ways of presenting themselves but also their gameplay is kind of it's not the same honestly I feel like Aubrey does a very a better job but it was just like okay like we've seen this sort of character before in Survivor and they always get bogged down by their loyalties and then someone turns their back on them when they weren't expecting it so it was just like it seemed like it was setting it up for that like now Xander's gonna be like oh I'm not gonna use my idol on you but and he didn't too that was like a ballsy move that is the thing i think that because what what happened once liana's sort of advantage was out in the open i was like the only way that this will work is if you give it to tiffany and tiffany plays it because they're going to be like it's either no one's going to think that tiffany has the idol and the fact that they actually did that i was like damn that i was like that's what i would do that's what i would do but i don't so I guess now I guess we're we're at tribal council now. So mm-hmm. I didn't really Xander's really holding all the cards in that alliance because the way that he was just like, don't do it, don't I was like, damn, like do you really want to be seen as the person controlling someone right now in front of everyone? <laughs> yeah, true. Like I don't think I think Xander's at the point where he doesn't even really care about the target on his back. It's a very Russell's been there before. Russell spends a lot of time not caring about getting blood on his hands. And 
Boston Rob's been there a couple of times, but also Xander doesn't have the personality to carry that persona though. So I'm just like, yeah, he, I don't think he's going to make, I, I feel like if there, he's probably going to be the next Yasa casualty. I will say that. Yeah. I feel like you never want to be seen as like the head of the minority. So yeah. just was like a super big target on you. Y'all, y'all be seen as the second in charge of the minority. Cause those are the people that make it to final three. Because once mm-hmm. you take out the head, you know, everyone just kind of like averts their eyes for a week and then you can kind of get something down. So that'd be Tiffany then? I guess so. Oh, I mean, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I also, going back to the Luvus, I feel if, it seems like the strong pre merged tribe is always the first to kind of fall apart. <laughs> and it's yeah. just really funny to watch every single season because it's just like, we see like the three episodes after Merge, this like people who dominated the pre-Merge game just going because they don't know how to operate as individuals. And it's just mm-hmm. like, I don't know how Sydney really, <laughs> Sydney doesn't really do that. But, like, I feel like these next two weeks, we're going to see big players going home, especially after the preview. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the preview. Mm-mm. So, okay, let's talk about the fake out herd around the world when Liana tried to use her advantage and Xander gave her the fake idol. I was just, that was like quality television, first of all. Yeah. Like, I was just like, whoa, that was, I mean, completely unexpected. I thought that he just gave it to someone, but he went the extra mile to, like, and there's something because, like, normally in Survivor where you're that open and you're that sort of, like, oh, here, yes, yes, this is what's going on. People are suspicious, but everyone is. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I feel like Miana should have been suspicious about, like, Xander. Because, like, they... I think it was Danny told her that like Xander knows about, you know, your thing mm-hmm. or that everyone knows about your thing. But I felt like she should have been suspicious that they don't trust her anymore. And like, who would just like, I get that maybe I'll give Xander his credit. I feel like Xander is using the fact that he is normally that person to kind of just like be able to make moves like that because it's just like, he had the idol out on his lap and it's just like, if you, especially after like going through the details of your advantage, everyone knows that like it's tied to who has possession of the idol. So why yeah. would he, he wouldn't just give that up so blatantly? And I'm just like, I don't know why she did that. But it they def- might feel him as like the dumb surfer boy, maybe. So they might be like okay. underestimating him. Maybe. I don't know. We, <laughs> that is definitely. That makes sense, actually. I'm just like, ooh. Once we get into that, it's like, oh, is that, is that like prejudice? <laughs> but yeah, so then Liana is faked out, and then chaos erupts. This is one of my that moment where everyone started running around. Guess who was sitting down? Heather, <laughs> Erica, Erica, Sydney. It was just like, what are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. I was just like. They just don't want to. They just don't, like, 
at least just like join a group just to like, cause like there's obviously people in those groups that aren't in the center of the conversation, but they're at least looking like they're like collaborating, but they're just like, oh my God, when tribal <laughs> council erupts, I just sit down and talk to Jeff. I'm just like, anyway. Yeah, if I'm ever at tribal and like it erupts like that, I'm joining like the biggest group I could find. Exactly. And it just, it was also kind of sad because the Yasas were really trying. They're like, oh, should I do the extra vote? And they're like, they looked over and they were like, nah, I don't think I'll be. <laughs> but that tribal council is probably like top five of like, not of all time. No, maybe of like modern postseason 30. No, I haven't watched all those actually. It was one of the best tribal councils that I've seen in terms of like the drama. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think it was like top 10 for postseason 30. Okay. I got mm-hmm. today. And what else? Oh, so Sydney takes her shot. Sydney's only strategic move of this entire season was taking her shot in the dark, which did not work out for her. And yeah. then. Deshaun did use his double vote. I saw, I, I waited until the credits and he did use both of them. And so we were for Evie, right? Were it Evie? I think, yeah. Or maybe Sydney. I don't know. I don't. Here's the thing. How did, when they're like in those groups and, and they decide to split the vote, how do they decide who votes for, like, it seems like they decide who votes for who very quickly. Yeah. Like, how does that work? I mean, they just, they probably just edit it to be like that. Yeah. But I don't know. Something that did happen <laughs> that I did. Uh, I also. Wait, what? Or I also feel like there might have been like a mistake. Hold on, let me see who Deshaun voted for. Oh, he voted for Evie. Twice. Yeah. So, like, if they try to split the vote, why would they shine like waste an extra vote on like the person who shouldn't be going home? Mm. That does okay. Let's let's talk about this because so Sydney gave up her right to vote. If Sydney voted mm-hmm. for Deshaun, it would have been a four-way tie. I mean a three-way tie, in which then you can only vote for those three. Are yeah. they still allowed to vote or are they not allowed to vote in that? Those three aren't allowed to vote. So then, what would be the outcome? Because then... I feel like they'd vote for Evie. Because, like, the reason they split the vote was, like, in case of an idol. Mm -hmm. So, like, you can't play an idol on the re-vote. So, I feel like they would have all voted for Evie in that case. That'd be funny. I wonder, can you play an idol in the re-vote, though? Because they didn't play their idol. That would have been TV. Yeah, I don't... Thank you, Kim, but I'm actually not sure because it's never happened before. Oh, uh, but yeah, I was just like, I was also confused as to like who, like why he voted twice for Evie. And then, yeah, it is, I don't know. It was just really, and then Sydney ended up going home. And I don't think anyone really wanted Sydney to go home for some reason because I don't know why people, like Sydney wasn't really doing anything, mm-hmm. but the final vote was three votes for Deshaun, four votes for Evie, and then five votes for Sydney. So Sydney ended up going home and she was extremely brat. Like she said something like, oh, I can't wait to be back with my family. Not to be bratty, but I hate it here. I'm just like, okay. 
<laughs> yeah, she says something like, I'm rich or whatever. I have a good life or something like that. I don't know if she's, like, playing a character or if that's, like, really her. It seems like it's really her. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she's playing a character. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. And It's interesting to watch, but I don't think I could match with that in real life. Me neither. And, yeah, I feel like this was a lot of strategy, a lot of excitement for probably one of the most non-consequential eliminations of the season. Because at yeah. the end of the day... Sydney was just an at the only reason Sydney was there was because Lulu was winning every challenge. So mm-hmm. now we are so Sean used his double vote. He doesn't have that advantage anymore. Xander still has his double vote and his idol. Oh, he has a double vote? I don't yeah, remember that. Vote. Yeah. Okay. And then Shan. Shan has an idol and a double vote. Yes, Nasir has an idol. Is, are those all the advantages still in play? I think so. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Oh, yeah, I don't think we're missing out on anything. So into the preview for next episode, all they show us is Wait. that... Wait, what? Hey, remember when Tiffany, Sydney, and someone else went to the island? I forgot who the third person was. Tiffany, Sydney... Was it, so, it had to be someone from Ua, right? Was it one person from each tribe? I don't think so. Because I don't remember a Carter. Maybe like a Howard? Like, because everybody who was eliminated. But I don't, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember if anyone got an advantage from that. Mm. Was it Shan? Because I'm sure, how did she get her advantages? Oh, so, like... The extra vote she stole from JD. Wait, oh yeah. Wait, was it JD that went to the island with them? Um I don't think so because JD got his like he was like one of the first people to go to the island. I'm like on the survivor fan and I'm like all the time. <gasps> Let's see, let's see. Twist action. Damn, they got rid of everyone from Ula. Brad. Brad had a steal a vote and a hit in a moody idol when he was voted out. Yes. May- mayhaps he got it from that i'm not really sure yeah maybe i know his idol was like the same one that xander and Monsieur found yeah then he didn't get to say it at mm-hmm. the challenge oh Abby came out as non-binary in between oh. film and airing oh nice in between yeah they use they she pronouns Okay. That's fun. I mean, we can see the vibe. Yeah, it's not... I'm actually kind of upset. This Wikia doesn't have, like, any information, like, episode to episode. But anyway... Yeah, maybe nobody got anything from there. Yeah, you know. There's been so many... We could talk about that now. There's been so many twists that I'm just like... 
confused on what happened when and who like it's just it is a little overwhelming but it it's entertaining when you don't really think about it yeah they also had to have that montage like in the beginning i think it was this episode like this most recent episode mm-hmm. like who has what advantage and all of that yeah maybe if they keep doing that it might be better sure also speaking of montages They've been showing a lot of the crew and the cameramen this season, like a lot more than normal. And I'm just like, what exactly is the, what do we, <laughs> we all know that they exist. So what are we getting at mm-hmm. here? <laughs> I don't know. It's, they're pretty weird with like how they're treating the season. They're trying to like, I don't want to say rebrand, but yeah, it's weird. They're trying to like change like aspects of the show. It's like the editing is also like super different than what we're used to. True. Yeah, it definitely, I don't know. I think that they're kind of using the 20 year interval all-stars to like, let's just change shit up. But it's also like, it's the third time that we did it. It's like, we're used to things being changed. So changing shit Mm -hmm. up would be keeping shit the same. (laughs) (laughs) And that brings us to the end of these this joint episode. So, Ameka, who do you think is in the best position to win this game after episode the, seven? In the best position, I think maybe Shan. Hmm. Why? Because like, <laughs> she has like the black alliance, right? Mm-hmm. And then I don't really think anybody on the other side is going for her. And, like, now she pulled in Liana closer and, like, basically destroyed Liana's relationships with her old tribe. True. So she has Liana to herself now. So, yeah, she seems, like, at the center of everything. But I guess we know how Shan can be. She might blow everything up one day. You know, I think, like, a, for right now. I'm going to do a wild Shan's card like, thing. I think wild card, if Tiffany's able... <laughs> to embrace the Sandra-esque game and then just like talk her shit to the end I don't see anyone going after Tiffany I feel like Xander's gonna be the first target on the Yasas definitely and what Evie and Tiffany do after that's really gonna determine their game and if Tiffany's able to just like be an informant for like other big players or other big targets like she could probably make it far I wouldn't be mad at that. I kind of really like the rat game. Yes. And then, who do you think is going to go home next? Oh, home next. So, I feel like I want to say Xander, but he has to ask his idol, so he might play that, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I could go first. I think that I don't think We'll know within five minutes if Heather's going to go home because they'll have her talking. Um, so I don't think I don't really think it's going to be Heather. I don't. I feel like it's going to be like someone in the middle, someone who seemed to be in a good position, but I feel like they're going to target Xander and Xander's going to play, figure out a way to play his idol or extra vote. So then maybe it'll be like a Deshaun or like, I don't know, because. I think we're one of the Black Alliance having majority vote. So after that point, it's like they can just sweep. But like, yeah. I don't know if they're going to 
Survivor's a little different than Big Brother because Big Brother production definitely aided the cookout getting to final six. I don't think Survivor's going to do that because Survivor's all about like, let's be fair. So yeah, and it's also like not live, so you don't know like the fan reception like mm-hmm. while it's airing. So yeah, I don't. I feel like it might be Danny or Deshaun, honestly. If yeah, I can like, see that. Yeah, depending on who wins immunity, I definitely see there being a push to get like a big target out now that everyone's merged. And then like if Tiffany can pull in like a Heather and Evie. Wait, okay, wait. Heather, I look, everyone would have to vote for someone black. Everyone not black would have to vote for someone black for a black person to get out. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe not, honestly. I feel like Heather's a boring answer, but maybe Heather. Yeah, I think Ricard might also be in trouble because he has like no real allies except for, um, what's her name again? Shan, but is Shan really Shan, now? Yeah. At this point, yeah, <laughs> like, true. Shan might be going through the same thing that Liana's going through, where she's just like, "Well, I'm with these four now." <laughs> hey, do you want to talk about the whole Shan and um, Ricard situation with like the vote? Like, if you're Ricard, what would you do? Would you give the vote back? I. Here's the thing. I feel like with people like Shan, if you just appease them, they'll keep you around. But it's just like, what's the worth of being kept around by Shan's really the question. I think that I would probably, who is this? I would probably, I would give it to her in that instance, just because going into a merge, I don't want those seeds of mis- distrust already there. And then- yeah. It was also Shan's advantage that, you know, she stole, but it was her, it was in her possession anyway. And I think Ricard was just, I feel like Ricard felt the same way, but he was just trying to make a point that Shan was not going to wear the pants in their duo. So he -hmm. had to put up somewhat of a, of like a, Hey, I'm not going to do this all the time, but I honestly think he had no problem giving it to her. Yeah. I also feel like if I was in Ricard's position, I just feel like scared that like, because Shan went to the island with Liana, right? Mm. So, like, Shan has, like, all these, like, other potential allies. So, like, she could, like, easily just drop me and, like, go with them. So, like, I'd be, like, maybe if I hold on to this vote, she wouldn't want to vote me out, you know? Because I'm useful. Still useful to her. That's the thing. But then, I feel like in that situation, now Shan has other allies and she doesn't trust you. Oh, yeah, true. When it's like, you really want to be that second person. That's what, like, it's the same thing with Big Brother. You really want to be someone's second. The Cody effect. Mm -hmm. Because that's how you are, by having that shield. And I don't know if Ricard was doing that much of, like, thinking that way about Shan at that point. But it's like, it's kind of, you, because you're able to tell when someone actually turns on you. I feel so he'll be like if he gets himself in a position to where he has other possibilities before Shan you know formally turns on him I feel like it would work out in his favor but it was also not even just choice why why would Shan even ask that is the question like I don't it was an overplay when you have a duo 
and obviously stronger than the other third person. It was just like, I don't know. Shan's gameplay, it's just a little overhanded sometimes. Yeah. Honestly, if Shan won, I wouldn't be mad at that. I kind of like the messy winners. Make an interesting season. It's just going to be really hard for her to get there because I feel like the boys are going to turn on her. Even if they get to the four, they're going to turn on her. I think this Black Alliance is going to go like, do you see them remaining, like, loyal, like the cookout, or turning on each other? I see them remaining loyal, but I also see the others, like, not... I don't know how the cookout was able to do it in Big Brother, but I just feel like, naturally, randomly, a Black person would be a target within the next three weeks before they get to, like, majority. So, yeah. it's like, are they going to just get... Like, it could just be, like, oh... Like, Deshaun was a target this episode. So, it's, like... Mm-hmm. Are they going to be able to get there intact? Because I don't think they're doing the same sort of like outward campaigning that the cookout was doing. They're just like, okay, we're a block and we're not going to try to convince other people to not vote us out. Yeah. And yeah, I guess like with Big Brother too, you only have like two nominees. It's like if you just like guarantee that one of them isn't like in the alliance, you should be good. But Survivor, anyone can go at any minute. But yeah, if they start, like, pulling... They have half of the cookout strategy. If they all have, like, an ally with, like, a non-Black person or, like, some sort of connection to be like, hey, I think that this person who's not in our alliance should be the target, they could go far. But it's just, like, now it's just, like, you're one of two voting blocks. So it's, like, there's more room yeah. for to go home. I don't think they're going to turn on each other, though. Especially not Liana and Shan, because... They, really, they went on that walk and they were just like, yeah, this is my sister, you know, this is, we're like, we're connected and we are just going to play this game together. Even though like their strategy, it's so funny because Liana brought up the fact that Evie likes to hold her hands and they're not the same strategically, but she has more in common with Shan. I don't see it. <laughs> Liana's so quiet and like, kind of like under the table and Shan's just so like, 